This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Ghoulies, chaps. Tackle, knackers. Chaise long and armchairs, dangleberries. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Cojones, pebbles. Gonads, plums. Family jewels, brass clankers. The fourth generation trimmer features our cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It's also waterproof and has a 4K LED spotlight if you need a more advanced shave. Eggs. Itchy and scratchy, Mitchell Brothers. Jewels. Hanging brain. Twin bank robbers. Chaps. Walnuts. Gobstoppers. Gooseberries. Stabilizers. The Manscaped 4.0 bundle. It reduces your risk of getting an ingrowing hair, it keeps them clean, it keeps them tidy, and it also increases your chance of fellatio by about 15%. That works out about 2% if you're uh, if you're married. So, you know. Anyway, enter the code TWW20 into the checkout. That's TWW20 into the checkout, and you can get yourself a 20% discount. Not too shabby, eh? For our European listeners, Velata Testicular... Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Hello from the Other Side, a TWW podcast. This week, as you know, there's a big game, the last game of the regular season, coming up on Sunday against our, well, the neighbours-ish, very close, uh, it's Derby County, and uh, this evening I'm joined by Jason from the Rams Review. Um, Jason, thank you very much for joining us, uh, you're all right. Uh, no problem at all, Ash. Yeah, uh, thanks for inviting me on. I'm, I'm good. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, we was hoping to uh, get over that white line on uh, on Saturday against Portsmouth. Didn't didn't in the end. So uh, yeah, uh, maybe maybe the first of three coming up, and uh, hopefully we can at least get something out of this one. 
you're not wrong, mate. Uh, looking at the fixtures, and obviously uh, it's well documented how uh, how shit we've been in the last few weeks. Um, it was going to be a dead rubber, and that was it. It was going to be all over and done with. It was going to be a party, um, uh, but no, it's not to be. So on Sunday, we've got things to play for. Uh, and obviously, what's your thoughts? I mean, you, you come in, I've got a couple of notes here, so forgive me. Us watching and listening to this aren't been following Derby that often, but obviously you've last few games you've won, lost, one drawn and drawn, so a bit indifferent. Yeah, we we've we've done something pretty much similar to yourselves this season. After after sacking Liam Rossini after nine games, and we were sat seventh in the table playing a, a style of football. We bring in obviously Paul Warren. I'm sure, a few of your fans will, will know all about him. Uh, completely changed the style, completely changed the formation, completely changed pretty much everything about Derby. One of the things that he certainly did was um, w- was work on their fitness. We thought it was probably the one thing, well, he's being an ex-fitness coach, it's the one thing that he drills into players. He took two or three games to get going. We we could sort of see a, a, a pattern. He tried various pegs in various holes a couple of players you you guys will know very well in Mendes Lang and, and things like that he tried to play as a wing back it didn't work he then sort of accepted that he'd got to go with what he got to go with and then he did it we we went on this unbeaten run which obviously only I think you kind of matched and, and seceded in this this division um, and we it got ended the unbeaten run got ended in a 2-0 home loss in the FA Cup to West Ham. No real disgrace there. We didn't necessarily lay a glove on them. And then we went to Wickham away, who obviously at the time were, were right in, in the mix. Um, the game finished 3-2 and actually we, we lost that game 3-2. It was our first defeat, I think, in 16 league games. And then ever yeah. since then, we, we we took a bit of a, sort of a bit of a nosedive. We've taken points from games, in all fairness, we probably didn't deserve to. Uh, we've battered teams and not taken what we've deserved you know we've not actually taken yeah. out of the game what we deserve to and so we we went on a bit of a spin i think we lost three or four in like five we'd not won it we'd not won in five at home um previous to that we'd, we'd lost to fleetwood about three or four weeks ago and that was our first defeat at home all season um a few draws we haven't lost any others at pride port sorry port vale we lost uh, earlier on in the season fleetwood was our second home defeat and then it, there's just been a few draws and then just recently it's almost like he, he's, he's tweaked it again he's changed the formation again he, he's he's brought some players back in in different roles and where i think we're unbeaten in five i think it is like you said um i mean not necessarily playing amazing teams not necessarily playing amazing football but we we're sort of getting results uh, say Saturday was a bit of a disappointment, but we're we're limping in there is what we're doing, and I suppose why you know whilst you you've got that opportunity, um, I mean that period when you look from when Derby lost to Wickham and when they got the next win, I think it, at those six games we played Plymouth away, Ipswich at home, Barnsley away, Wickham away, you know Shrewsbury at home, we were we were playing sides at, at the top, and we were competing in most of them. I think in all fairness, there's probably only Barnsley in that at Oakwell, absolutely blew us apart. Could not yeah. cope with them whatsoever. Um, and Ipswich, to be fair, did a bit of a number on us at Pride Park. We lost 2-0. But in all fairness, we, we were in the game up until up until they scored. So, so yeah, it, it's been a, a little bit of an indifferent ending to the season. Obviously, I know you guys have kind of done a little bit similar. Um, but I say, yeah, it's unbeaten in five. We're, we're, we're scratching results. But overall, our play isn't all that bad. 
we're just not for some reason we've just stopped stopped putting the ball in the back of the net and it's it's costing us it's costing us big time at the minute yeah i i totally agree with what you said there because i mean <clears throat> obviously it's documented how how shit we've properly naffed naff the league up i've got to say that because we have uh it was all looking rosy was it the 21st of march i think the mm -hmm. date the date that we've done that we're five points clear two games in hand and, and obviously done it but but obviously in that in that run for both of us forgive me that obviously we had the home leg at, at uh, the i is it is it Pride Park? Is it it's back to Pride Park now? Is it yeah. back to is I Pro or something? I, it was, yeah. Now it's back to Pride Park now. <laughs> back to Pride Park. So we had a nil-nil draw, and for me personally, I, I, I went. I hated the game. I, I thought we were really negative. Didn't want to win the game. Um, but obviously, looking at it, it was a great result because you were in some cracking form. So obviously, kept our uh, unbeaten run as well going. So it was. It turned out to be good, but it wasn't. It wasn't a classic by any stretch of the imagination um i don't i not that i can remember i, I didn't look at the highlights but i don't think there's a, any clear-cut absolute standout performances or standout moments of the game which that just tells you a lot about a nil nil doesn't it yeah for me it was one of them going into it as a, from a derby perspective obviously that was paul warren's about seventh or eighth game in charge i think it was he just started to find that little bit of rhythm and obviously sheffield wednesday coming at home you were top of that i'm pretty sure you was top of the table at the time and it was right we've i think we might have even been fourth third or fourth obviously we were up until a few weeks ago challenging as well for automatics and obviously in the end that's absolute blown us away but we were in that and it was like right this as you would, you know, this is a this is a marker. And it was, it was an absolute damp squib of a game, wasn't it? It was very, it, it was very boring. I don't remember too much happening. I vaguely remember Derby having a bit of a shout for a penalty. But other than that, I don't think there was a, there was a great deal in it. And as you say, two decent sides at the time in form, just kind of, as, as you say, it happens, they just cancelled each other out. And I mean, I'll take that all day long, Sunday, because that's, I think, I think that's all we need. So, you know, that, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was I think it was about a week after that nil nil that I put a bet on, and uh, I I work in Derby. I'm from Sheffield, but I work in Derby and a lot of Derby supporters. So I put Derby and Sheffield Wednesday, and I'm going to call it out on my on podcast now, like, but both to go up, so first mm. and second either way, because I just thought that it would have been even though looking at the start of your season, you didn't even look like you got going to have a team, did you? No. I mean, it, for, for where you are and what you've done this season, it is. I know you've still got an outside, well, a good chance of the playoffs, all depending what happens on, on Sunday, like you said. Uh, and if I, I've not looked, but if it draws what you need, and then I believe that would would make it that uh, we would play each other in the playoffs, uh, finishing third and sixth, respectively. So it would be... Um, I, I don't know if it... What, what would you think? It, obviously, Sundays, it's not a marker for the playoffs because we all know... They're not a lottery, but it's it's totally different game. Even though it's going to be a week later than we've played, mm. uh, so it's three games in in like just over a week. It'll be uh, a to totally different game. So, what do you think then, Sunday? Do you, are, are you going to be happy the way that Paul Warren sets up? Uh, is he going to be resting players? Obviously, you you need the point or the win. So it's it's a bit different from us, where the talk for us is: Are we going to rest players? So. It, it, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Is yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Ash, there's been times this season where, as you as you mentioned, and it's been well documented, Derby haven't got a massive squad at all. We've barely got 13 players that really are, are fit for this level. 
Um, the rest of them, you know, we've we've got a couple of academy products in there, a couple of loanees who haven't really hit, hit the hit the heights that we've wanted them to. To be to be quite honest, but so we've got that regular thirteen. So there's been points in this, obviously in the in the unbeaten run, we wanted to change various things. As soon as it started going a little bit south, we wanted to change things, try and build up that momentum. But in all honesty, there isn't that much Derby can change. If the shoe was on the foot and we were going into this game and we knew we were in sixth, I think the only probably two people who, who we would think about resting are two people I think you'll know quite well. One of them is Nathaniel Mendez-Lang, who's been an absolute revelation at Derby this year. And uh, a friend from, a, a good friend from down uh, down the road at Bramall Lane, obviously David McGoldrick, who's been on absolute fire and he's playing, you know, he's training once a week and playing every single minute of every single game at 35. They'd be the only two. Um, but the fact that Derby have got to go into this one Obviously, they, it's, um, they've got to better Pe Peterborough's result and Peterborough go to Barnsley. Um, if Derby yeah. lose, Peterborough have got to win by three goals. Sorry, if Derby get a point, Peterborough have got to win by three goals. I don't see right. that happening. So it's, you know, it, it's almost cut and said and yeah. done. But, you know, um, it's one of them, isn't it? It's, I mean, obviously, you'll remember better than I will, uh, I'm sure. But, We've only got to go back two years ago, the final game of the season against us at Pride Park in COVID and, and what that meant to, to both sides. Sorry, Jason. We've got 10 minutes in and you've mentioned it. So Well, I have to. I have we're, to, we're, <laughs> I have to well. mention it. Yeah, we've done well. To, I didn't want to. No, I know. But it, it's, got, it's got that feeling about it. But obviously, if, personally, from a, for a positive instead of a negative and I remember obviously none of us could go to that game and I remember sitting in, sitting in my shed watching it and it was like it was I mean even at 3-1 up I, I'd seen how Derby played that year we were awful so I wasn't convinced and yeah obviously it, it goes and uh, we, we were down with eight minutes to go we, we were gone um, yeah. obviously it managed to it managed to turn around but yeah it, it feels very similar on Sunday um, you're owed you're owed a bit of payback I have to say that I'm hoping in all fairness I from where Derby were, getting into the playoffs would be an amazing achievement. Don't get me wrong; if you're in them, you want to you want to go well. You want to get to Wembley, of course you do, and of you course. you want to win it. But I think from just getting there, so if Derby can navigate Sunday correctly um, and just get into the playoffs, I think that's a big a big tick. I don't necessarily think it was the re when he came in this season. If we're under so many financial restrictions, we're, we we would barely be able to build a side for the championship. I, I think a lot of Derby fans will say, really, staying down here, you don't ever want to no. pass up an opportunity, do you? But logically, if you could guarantee that we were going to go up next year, I, I think you'd take that. Um, but it is what it is. And it's, I don't, I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Derby will certainly be full strength, no doubt about that. Obviously, the, the chat as with, with my mates has been, you know, what, what they're going to do with the likes of Bannon, Matt Smith, um, you know, uh, I can't, uh, the other guy up front who we had, um, Gregory, Gregory, um, Aidan Flint, you know, th there's, there's various players that are going to cause Derby massive problems on Sunday. Um, and with them missing, that just, that just increases our chances. But it's like you said, it, it's difficult. What do you do? I think chances are, we're going to end up playing each other in the playoffs. Yeah. Do you give too much away? Do you try, do you spring something? Obviously Darren Moore, Derby, not legend, but a big player at Derby when he was there for, for, for a couple of years and got us into the Premier League. Um, yeah. 
it's it's a tactical one. It's gonna it's gonna be fascinating to see how it pans out. Um and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, but not looking forward to it, if you know what I mean. It's what it's one of those games, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It could it could have been for both teams a lovely day out, a lovely Sunday mm. afternoon, couldn't it? It could have been, but uh, like we've I've mentioned before, and we've mentioned on our podcast lots of times, we we've proper shot ourselves in the foot for whatever reason it is, and it, it just comes down to what what happens <clears throat> with Darren Moore and his tactics, how he wants to play it. Like you said, Derby have to make sure Derby have got to try and go for the win. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, on the other hand, Chef, we, we are guaranteed third place, so it's not a. It it will just be the men, momentum for us uh, if. If we went, changed it, wholesale changed, not that we can, because we are suffering from injuries and, and out-of-form players as well. So it'd be, if it was a wholesale, so wholesale change, apologies, um, what would a 2-0 loss at home, a 3-0 or, a, or a, a really good performance from Derby, you know, what would that mentally do to us? So I don't think Darren Moore wants to do that. I really don't. I think he's going to try and go as strong as possible um, because it is, I think it's, uh, is it the Friday, is it the first? Yes. Yeah, the, Friday, first home, the, home, the, the home game will be on the Friday night and then it's the following yeah. Saturday, uh, something like half 12 kickoff on, on no, the Saturday. They've, they've changed it. Oh, so they changed, changed it, right. They have, they've changed it. I think it was yesterday because there was a lot. So it's, it's Friday for the, for the hour away, which would be your mm. home, if they, they, and then it's Thursday night, so it's a trip up to Sheffield on Thursday night. Oh, or right, okay, that's, mm, so right. don't it's it's a it's a very weird. It is a bit weird. Uh, so that's what the South Yorkshire Police have done. So they're not friends of many Wednesday fans. So you can imagine the Twitter vitriol uh, mm. they got yesterday and continues to do today. But hey ho. So on on your summing up there, you you did mention a, a few ex Sheffield Wednesday players, um, a player that I've I quite liked but never really cemented a place with Joe Wildsmith. I thought out uh, ex under twenty one England under twenty one keeper out of the two that we had at the time, him and Cameron Dawson. I always fancied uh, Wildsmith above him, but obviously it's not. He wanted first team football and he got guaranteed it with uh, with Derby, didn't he? When he obviously moved on for free. Mm. Um, in the summer. So, what what's been your? I believe he's been number one all season, virtually. So Played every minute. Uh, yeah, uh, is that just a lack? No disrespect. Is it a lack lack of depth that he hasn't had anyone challenging him? Has he been signed as a number one? What was the what's the thought? It, it's one of those where obviously you you look at it from from the flip side. Now I know Derby's transfer dealings in the summer were we get who we can get hold of who might be able to play at this level. Uh, it, it was, um, so when that when that signing was announced, obviously we look. He's been at Sheffield Wednesday, yeah, ex England under um, ex England international, but he's not ever. He's always been a second choice keeper at the age of what twenty six, twenty five, twenty six. We all kind of scratched our heads a little bit. And when uh, one of Derby's biggest Achilles heels over the last four or five years since we lost Scott Carson is our goalkeepers have been awful, absolutely awful. So we was a little bit worried. Um, we 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 signed goalkeepers that couldn't catch a ball. It, it was it was incredible. So when you hear you signing Sheffield Wednesday's second choice goalkeeper, we're a little bit like mm, okay. And I genuinely do think he probably was brought in. And expected not to be number one, definitely. I think some competition w was due. And I just don't think they could find anybody. 
And then they did sign a young lad from West Ham on loan. Um, he fractured his arm in the second training session and had to go back. And then oh, since then, yeah, since then. Um, but by then, we were a few games down the line. And I'll tell you now, he's the best goalkeeper Derby have had since Scott Carson. He, it, and that sounds derogatory because of what I've said about the others. He is genuinely everything from a goalkeeper that I want to see. He, he can command his area. He commands his area so well. Um, he's he's probably he made two mistakes all year. Well, bloody hell! I, I think uh, I think Paul Warren's done a, a job on him then, because mm. or, or your 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 coaching setup. Um, because that's two things out Sheffield Wednesday fans would not have thought would hear his commanding and uh, his ability to make uh, fuck ups. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, he, yeah he, he's made, I don't know if he, you know, he, he's obviously just on a roll. Um, he was obviously up until a while ago, he, he was, I think he was ahead on clean sheets. He'd kept so many clean sheets when we were doing well. Um, there's been a couple of, there's been a couple of real, real mess-ups there has uh, that has cost us goals. There's a couple of saves, a couple of goals we've conceded where you think, do you know what, you you should be doing better there. But balance that out on some of the saves he's made and kept us in games. Mm -hmm. It's it's inc Some of the saves he's made this year have been, at crucial times, has been incredible. Um, and I, I think I speak for a lot of Derby fans. He He's an absolute steal. For free, for for me personally, absolute steal. If he can go ahead and and you know repeat it again for another year, or if we've just got him for one golden year, whatever it may well be, but he has been one of the. He's been a very, very, very solid number one, um, and he was very close to our player of the year. David McGoldrick won it because he's scored oh, yeah. God knows how many goals. Um, but yeah, he. I think he. I think he would have been certainly in the top three. Probably, probably second. He, he has been great, which is which, as I say, has been refreshing for Derby because of some of the goalkeepers we've had over the last three or four years, just haven't been able to do what we see as the basics of goalkeeping. And he's come in, done all that, and he's he's yeah. looked assuring. He's, he's looked solid. You don't you're not scared when a ball comes into the box. His reflex saves are great. His agility is is brilliant. I can't remember who it was against. He made a double save against a team earlier on this year, and I mean how he got to it. I, I do not know. In fact, if anybody wants to see him, he made a save against Exeter last Tuesday and it is Gordon Banks-esque. It is incredible from about four yards out. I don't know how he managed it. Um, I, I I don't know. There was a rumour that uh, Joe Wellsmith had a twin brother and mm. I think you might have signed him there. Yeah, might have done. Because that is not the job. For all, for all the... Um, all the, the plaudits that he's had in the past and things in his later time at Sheffield Wednesday when he did have it, it may be a confidence thing it may be because he's had a run of games he never really had a run of games he was always an understudy uh, and he always had uh, mistakes in him and, and didn't seem the confidence that he should should have had so yeah mm. he's found a home at Derby and for me I, I, can't, I don't speak for Wednesday Ikes but he didn't offend me and I've got no ill feeling against him he wanted to play football he could leave for free he left, so I mean, yeah. for me, yeah, um, nah, he's going to be shit now, Sunday, isn't he? <laughs> Hopefully, of course, yeah, that's, that's what we want. Um, and and quickly, an, another player that he signed in the summer, um, Mendes Lang. I mean, we another one that we couldn't see, wait to see the back of because he didn't. He was very sporadic, fits and starts, and he is remembered for being a lazy sod and not tracking back for Sunderland's goal. 
in the playoffs last season. So he's not he's not remembered fairly well for Sheffield Wednesday fans. And if he plays on Sunday, which, like I say, you may rest him, I don't know. I think you may get a few boos, but you, know, you never know. But like you say, if he's been outstanding for you, you can only go on the, the player that you've got playing for you. So. Yeah, he he, he came in, uh, style of play obviously was different when we signed him. He was playing as an out-and-out winger. Uh, I don't know how much of a, of a wing-back role he was he was sort of playing with you guys. But Paul Warren tried to turn him into a right wing-back. And I'll tell you now, I'm a better right wing-back than Mendes Lang is. And yeah. I'm not a footballer. <laughs> um, and it, it took a while for him to, to learn that that just wasn't going to be the case. Um First half of the season, he was on absolute fire as a winger. Absolute fire. Uh, scoring, I think he'd got 11 goal contributions in 19 games. So that's how good he had been in the first half of the season. I will say he has tailed off. Um, on Saturday, he missed a sitter from six yards out. Um, so his shooting boots have disappeared a little bit. But over the course of the season, he's won Derby more points than he's lost. As there's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, he's tracking back. He tracks back better when he's not a when he's not a wing back. I know that sounds absolute crazy, but the amount of times playing as a wing back, we'd go, "Where is he?" and he's jogging back. But then we'd we'd lose the ball, we'd turn over possession, and who's making the tackle on the edge of the six yard box? It's Mendes Lang, and you're like, "Well, what's he doing back there?" He's a wing. He's playing as a winger. Really strange. Um, I think they've burnt him out a little bit. They they have relied on him. As I say, he has been he has played 70, 80 minutes near enough every single week and every single game. And as somebody who's obviously that bit of explosive pace, that that type of football, you can probably only really manage 60, 70. You know, it needs to be freshened up and Derby just haven't had that. So the second half of the season is a complete chalk, not complete chalk and cheese. His goal contributions have been a complete chalk and cheese. Um, he has had some of those sporadic performances in the second half of the season, but I do think it's just because he's knackered. Um, yeah. We see it where if we've got a midweek game and he plays Saturday, Tuesday, the, the following Saturday, he, he doesn't look fit. And then if we've got a seven-day break, he'll then come out and play on fire for, for 30, 35 minutes. Chances are get, get on the end of something, which, which is obviously all you need, really. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how he, what boots he's got on. It'll be what mindset he's got on and what boots he's got on on a Saturday, I think. But obviously, an eight-day break for him from our, from our last game, as, as we've all had. That might just light the fire underneath him a little bit. But it'll depend how much, obviously, how much of the ball Derby get and how much we can we can survey, uh, you know, service him. You watch the long ball from the centre off over to him on the right-hand side, picks it out four, four or five times a game. And if Wednesday don't sniff it out, that'll be the that'll be the way Derby go. It'll be the long ball from the left side, left centre off, straight onto the right wing for him to chase onto. It's a ball we play all the time. Oh, right, there you are. You're there first. Darren Moy, I know you listen. So there yeah. you are. <laughs> I wish you listened. I'm sure he's got other things on his mind. Um, so obviously it's Sunday dinner time. Uh, the reports are from Hillsborough that it's a sellout. So we're going to look at nearly 34, 30, just over 34,000, which is fantastic. I know they've reduced the away allocation. I think they gave you 2,300 mm -hmm. at most, which it's not our fault. Um, it's uh, the South Yorkshire Police and the safety advisory and all that crap again that's reduced it. But we, we've obviously took the bottom tier of the Leppings Lane as well. So that's usually sometimes... Yeah, I've, I've been in there a couple of times, yes. yes. Yeah. And you've survived. So yes. you're not a Newcastle fan then. I'll no. get that in because we've gone about that for months now. But um, So 
So it's going to be it's going to be interesting, like we've mentioned, it, from the Derby County or yourself, your point of view, Jason. Um, Sheffield Wednesday. Any sorts of um, worries, thoughts on the players or the style of play? And Darren Moore, you've said you you, you know Darren Moore yourself. Mm. Um, Derby County, like uh, Big Dave, I, I believe is. Um, yeah, was, so. was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I met I met him in a pub once. Uh, wonderful, wonderful fella. Um, straight after the playoff final win in two thousand and seven. I mean, oof, yeah, inter in, an interesting character. Yeah, yeah. We've uh, he's very uh, obviously with what's happened and stuff. It's it's very chalk and cheese, like you mentioned before. Is people still don't like him, don't like his mm. style of play, the, the way he goes about it. Some people don't even like him because he's a nice, a perceived nice guy. Which yeah, yes. It, it, you you uh, beggar's belief to some people. But, yeah, Sunday, Sheffield Wednesday, Danger Men. Who, who, who do you think we, we, cool. you're going to look up? Paul Warren should look out for. There's only one player in... Well, I say there's only one. From your perspective, there might be more. From my perspective, there's only one person. There's somebody that Derby fans know because we had him on loan. It's it's Barry Bannon. Just an absolute magician. An absolute puppet at this level. Um, I hope he don't play. I think if he don't play, we'll be OK. The last couple of times we've come up against you, we haven't had an answer for him, in my, in my honest opinion. Just recently, Conor Horahan, who I'll tell you now, I thought... Up until two months ago, and had an absolute stinker of a season, and then gets in the team of the year. I don't know how that works. Um, it'll and, be and his McGoldrick job. doesn't. And McGoldrick doesn't. Yeah, yeah. so we could probably yeah. go for about an hour to to review that. <laughs> yes, I know, I know, it's crazy. Um, but no, he, he really, he'll be the one. Um, I would fully imagine we'll, we'll play three four three. Um, with with two in midfield, um, we did change it to a four four two on on Saturday, um, so you might even get that. But the way that we play it with a three four three, they tend to have they tend to overpack the midfield. So it's one up top, two tens, and then two midfielders. So it's quite busy in and around there. That is for me is the biggest well one of the biggest danger men. Um, obviously, um, dependent on who you play up front. Obviously, like you say, I know you're suffering with a few injuries, so I'm not kind of sure yeah. who's. In and around, if you've got big man up, Smith up front, I would fully expect Curtis Davis and Aaron Cashin to be at the back for Derby. They're slow as anything, but they're battering Rams and they'll win everything in the air. So that'll be an interesting battle. Um, at the other end, Aidan Flint, obviously, if, he, if he's about. Um, we do tend to lump hopeless balls into the box and I fully expect he'll be able to mop them up all day long. If we can get the ball down on the floor that's a better option for Derby. But the problem is the pace for us is out wide and it's not up front. So we get the balls down the wings and you'll see McGoldrick and James Collins, if we play two up front, they're hanging around on the edge of the D when the ball's coming in because they just they just can't keep up with play. So there's there's going to be a little a little few key critical things there. Uh, but yeah, Bannon, obviously, just for, for what he does. Yeah. And he'll know that Derby's back line, whilst it's solid, it's very slow all the way across it. Any balls over the top, Fleetwood and Fleetwood undid it at Pride Park a couple of a couple of times with it a few weeks ago. A couple of the goals we've conceded recently have been on counter attacks. Um, if you if he can get the right balls in the right areas and and split Derby apart, we, we won't catch you. There's no doubt about it. And, and we will play. I'd I'd be gobsmacked if we don't play to come and win, because that is Paul yeah. Warren's way of doing things, um, which sometimes I'd, I'd... works out great. 
other times, obviously, it catches us out when we've had that recently. So, yeah, it, it'll be all about midfield. For me personally, the midfield battle, as in most games, is massive. But we've got two two best players in League One centre midfield, apparently, uh, uh, up against each other on, on Sunday. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think either one of those, whichever one of those shines the best, I think could make a big difference. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's an, obviously I've asked this question to a lot of uh, sides coming to Hillsborough or the next we're playing. And Barry Bannon's name always comes up. It, it's, it's, it's wrong if he doesn't, because like you say, he has been a real good player for us this season. Um, not not our player of the year. Our player of the year was uh, Liam Palmer, which uh, he's he's been outstanding ninety nine times out of hundred for us. He's uh, he's been really good. So he's he's in. interesting what you said about the, the style of play because obviously we've got if depending on how we play as well. But obviously Gregory and Smith up front, no pace at all between them both. Windass is coming has come back from injury, so if he starts, I doubt it. But I'm sure he'll come on for minutes because he'll need the minutes. Came on at the weekend and uh, looked bright, looked good, looked uh, on it. So hopefully um, he gets some more minutes, obviously ready for the play playoffs. Um, it's it's going to be interesting one, mate. Um, like you say, you're going to come to win, no doubt. Because like I said, for us, you don't want to come to Hillsborough and get 3-0, 4-0 or, or whatever going into playoffs. And then even that may, may be not good enough for you. So you've got to come and make sure you get three points. Um, it's going to be great. Like I said, full house at Hillsborough. Always great full house at Hillsborough. Um, I'm going to... Um, it's a bit of a stupid question, but I'm going to get a prediction from you. I know a lot of people don't like predictions and they, they might as well throw them away, but um, prediction for Sunday. Um, what are you thinking, Jason? I really don't know, is my honest answer. Um, I, I think, it, if I'm completely honest, if we both put out a full side, I don't see Derby winning it at all. Um, in fact, obviously, I think you've only lost one at home. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I would honestly say, I'm hoping, obviously, this isn't the case, but I think full, full strength... Um, Obviously, I don't know, and you probably don't know really as well, how obviously missing out on third place has rocked you it, it, and rocked the confidence. Um, I imagine it's from a position of strength that you were in three or four weeks ago. I, so I don't know. Obviously, Darren, I've seen him as a captain at Derby. He, he, he couldn't really get, you know, he couldn't rally Derby in the Premier League as a centre-off. So I, obviously, I know that's completely different as a manager. So it'd be interesting to see how, how they react. So I can only really go on the Sheffield Wednesday that I've seen for the majority of the season. Um, and if that Sheffield Wednesday turns up against Derby, I, I can't see Derby winning it. And to be honest, I'm not sure Derby will get anything out of the game. Um, hopefully, that doesn't mean that we miss out on the playoffs. And then it, from a Derby's perspective, it'll be a case of refocus, regroup. Um, and then it, it, it's a two-game shootout, isn't it? Uh, obviously, this result Sunday might have some bearing on it, but again, it's it's a two-game shootout. You're absolutely right. I don't think we're going to want to come and get beat for for three four nil. He made the mistake at Oakwell a few months ago, uh, a few weeks ago. He thought we could go gun go with them, and they just picked us off. Um, I know that Wednesday have got that quality. I'd be surprised if he changes too much about it. I, I really would. He might not quite go as gung ho. Um, 
all the football cliches are going to come out. First goal's important, you know, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Because of <laughs> yeah. course it is. The of crowd, course. obviously, normally Illsborough Derby tend to take five, six thousand fans. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, that's been reduced, so that's that's a big thing, um, or certainly a, a factor. And yeah, it, it's just what the mindset of Wednesday is going to be uh, on, yeah. on Sunday. Our mindset will be that we've got to get something out of the game. Um, unfortunately, so far this year, other than Bolton, every time we've come up against a, a team above us and we've needed to impress, we've not. Oh. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna. Unfortunately, I'm gonna say two-one Wednesday, but hopefully, results elsewhere go Derby's way. Yeah, I've. Mate, I'll, we'll take that, of course. Um, like you said, we we don't know what the teams are going to be. Obviously, uh, you like you've just said you can take a loss, but still make the playoffs, and then it it like two two game shootout. We don't mm. know. Um, me personally, I I mean, obviously, if speak before I spoke to you, Jason, I would have preferred to play Peterborough, uh, to be honest, because just of the the poor record we've really got against Derby. But obviously, the way you've been talking. I don't care now. I think I want to play Derby, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is. It's going to be a it's going to be a great game. I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a one nil Wednesday. Um, I just I just all depends on how we play, how we sell, who we pick, um, if we rest players or not. I would I, I would take a draw purely for the confidence of not a, a home loss for the last game of the season going to playoffs. So I would I would take that, and uh, then obviously like I said. It's all to play for. If it be Derby or if it be, it could even be Bolton or Pitt. I think is there any of the three that we could actually play. If At you, the minute, yeah, yeah. If you get a good result against us with goals and Bolton lose and yeah. and all that, so it's yeah, we we've got choice there. And and it's not travelling three and a half hours, four hours down south on a bloody midweek game anyway. So no, absolutely. At least, at least they're all close. But thank you very much, Jason, for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, obviously. Not good luck for Sunday, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I hope you have it. If if you wherever you're watching, it, if you're going or watching it, have a good day, mate. And uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, this has been hello from the other side with Jason from the Rams Review, and um, I'll see you real soon. All the best, Ash. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Jason. Thanks a lot. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.